This episode is sponsored by Smartass and Sass. If you love to laugh, have a sarcastic sense of humor, and have the mouth of a sailor, you're in a safe space. Welcome to the brand that says exactly what you're thinking so your mouth won't have to. Smartass and Sass has everything from sweary stickies to mouthy mugs, and they regularly survey their subscribers to see what goods they're wanting. Looking for a regular shipment of sarcasm? They offer three subscription options starting at $15.95 plus shipping per month. Get a sassy softland shirt, five to seven hilarious items, or all the above. Sign up for their subscription and treat yourself to a monthly surprise of sass that fits your personality. Not ready for a monthly commitment? They also have an online shop of 150 plus items crafted and curated for sass holes. You deserve to laugh your ass off. Subscribe and shop at smartassandsass.com and use code Naughty in Caps for 25% off your first box. You're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how has your week been? Um, This week was a lot. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Yeah. It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Um, my week was productive. I, I took some time for rest, but I also got a lot of things done, which was good because at one point I felt, well, when the, at the beginning of the week I felt overwhelmed, but it felt good by Friday to like scratch the last thing off my list and be like, whew, okay, all right, I made it. Like I got everything done when I needed to get it done. And then this weekend I toured like three apartment complexes. I got four more tours this week. I thought you... Uh, are you? No, I it fell you... through. I thought I told you that. No, I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. I, I didn't know that. I had picked a place for everyone that doesn't know, and um, it wasn't going to be available to the end of November because they were renovating it, and they decided to pause renovations on the specific apartment I was choosing so that they could get the smaller apartments done sooner. So, yeah, I'm back looking for a place now. Um... So, yeah, I had three tours yesterday. I have four tours lined up this week. Did you so, like what you any of the ones um, you saw? I feel like they got better as the day went on. Okay. <laughs> like, if I had the grades, like, CBA for the three that I saw on Saturday. So, mm-hmm. But one of the ones I really, really like, I'm going to see Thursday. So I kind of, like, wanted to look at, because I had, like, a list of six or seven. I wanted to look, go see all of them and then kind of, like, have everything to lay out and hopefully make my decision the week after and then get this thing on a roll so I can be out. Because I was only waiting until the end of November because I was waiting for this specific place that but I if it's if you find something and it's ready, you'll, yeah, then you'll I'll start go. the process and just move. Yep, so uh, that'll be this week still looking through apartments and stuff. I found a wonderful black dentist this past week. I like really like her because finding a black dentist is very, very hard. Um, so I found one this week and I went and visited her. She was nice, so... It was like a productive week for me. I got a lot done. So, what's happening with Bravo? Um, again, I'm just talking about Potomac and uh, Beverly Hills. It's more of the same, but there's a couple things I just want to highlight. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, we're still in the same sort of arguments. Right. What I wanted to highlight was for Potomac. Oh wait. Because, guys, we recorded last week on Monday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have Potomac update. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait. Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Yeah. So they have been promoting this clip of Erica, like, seething at the mouth oh, all Lord. season. Finally, we get to the dinner to see right. why is she being that way. Mm-hmm. So uh, Kathy Hilton is hosting a dinner. I just want to say this. Kathy Hilton is kind of quirky. Her response on the show are funny. Mm-hmm. I'll, I won't hold you. Mm-hmm. But when people are like, oh, I stand Kathy. Oh, she's the greatest. Let's not forget about the Paris documentary that was released <laughs> literally, I feel like, earlier yeah. this year. Yeah. Where it talked about her part and her daughter's mental and emotional demise. Right. 
Look, do I think she's quirky? Sure. Are her responses funny? Yes. Mm -hmm. But the way people are acting like the Hilton family are these, like, pure, loving people. Mm -hmm. Guys, come on. Now, one, no one's perfect. Yeah. But I'm like, if we talk about their reputation in, in, in regards to, like, the media and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it's not squeaky clean. Right. So let's just not be weird. <laughs> I feel like they're giving her too much too much credit. Like, yeah. she's funny. Mm-hmm. Some of her comments are funny. Mm-hmm. She's definitely, like, a very, very, very wealthy person who don't always carry herself as such. Mm, okay. You know, and that's they probably say what makes that. her more likable. I think so. You know, people say that. They say, like, wealth... Wealthy people are not as, like, loud as, like, rich people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What they say, uh, wealth whispers, what's the phrase? Anyway, I can't think of the phrase. I'm about to Google it. It's like, like, I never heard this one. It's like, wealth whispers, something, something like. And money shouts. Yes, something like that. Is that what it is, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what it is. (laughs) Anyway, so they have the dinner, and... Sutton, prior to the dinner, is talking with Kyle. She's like, look, I do plan on wanting to talk to Erica to just be very clear about what I said and what I think. Uh-huh. Um, so they get to the dinner. She tries to pull Erica aside. Erica's like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't care about your opinion. Where's the bathroom? Oh. And Sutton's like, oh. And then the rest of the ladies get to the dinner and they're uh-huh. eating and whatever. Lisa Renna... I um, was like, does anyone want to get anything off their minds, okay. off their She's basically starting the pot. Starting it, right? right? And she goes, Sutton. <laughs> and this is when I feel like, I don't, I don't, I don't remember if Sutton started off with a, to say I did try to talk to her, she didn't want to talk, let's move on. I think that's how Sutton should have been. It should have been, look, Erica doesn't want to talk to me or about it, so mm-hmm. I'm not really trying to go there. We spoke, you know, and I, and then she could have said in a moment, Erica, again, I would like to speak with you right? if you want to. If you don't want to, then let's be done with it. Yeah. But basically, we talk about the allegations again and talking about how things don't make sense or whatever. I will give credit. Dorit did speak up to say, Erica, you know, it, it, it does sound sketchy. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing for Erica is like, this has nothing to do with y'all. Why are y'all acting like... This impacts y'all. And Doria's like, but it does. Because mm-hmm. she's like, in those articles, we get listed. We get brought up. Right. The things we've said. The things you've said to us. She's like, so I understand. But it kind of does involve us. Mm-hmm. And Erica is getting upset. And then she kind of goes into this more victimized state of, what are you doing to me? Why are you guys doing this to me? Okay. And for a lot of viewers, they're like doing this to you, right? Like, sweetie, these right. are these are orphans mm-hmm. and real victims right. that are missing out on lots of money, mm-hmm. millions in despair, and like, while you've lost some money, you're still standing. You still have your diamonds. You still have a place to live, right? You know what I mean? The empathy. I think the viewers are just like, girl, go ahead. Yeah. And they're talking, they're talking, and things are heating up. And then we get to the part where she's seething. Now, I would never allow anybody to speak to me this way. Oh, Lord. Like, this girl, she was like, like that. (laughs) Now, I'm showing Sydney how Erica looked. And if you look it up, y'all, she, and if you watch, y'all know what I'm talking about. She was like, oh, my God. Because she she said something like, uh, uh, someone was like, don't talk to me that way. And mm-hmm. Erica's like, or what? Or what? <laughs> I'm showing her how she said it, y'all. If y'all saw the clip, y'all know what I'm talking about. Seething. Oh or what? Or what? Then I'm going to show you the meme. I'm going to show you the meme, Sydney. I'm not being, I'm not being like dramatic. That's right. literally how she looked. Okay. She's like, or what? <laughs> Shut up. Shut oh up. Like, and now look. When I tell y'all, Erica got the right one because if I would have been sitting at the, and she's like in the girl's face, and mm-hmm. I would have been sitting there, Lord. and someone was young at me like that, like seething <laughs> at me like that. Honestly, one, I probably would have laughed mm-hmm. because you ain't about to do nothing other than cuss. I right. know, what do you mean, or what? Right. Nothing. You're right. not gonna do nothing? Yeah. Great, man, got out of my face, seething like a guilty person. 
All I want to say is a hit dog a holler oh, for someone who has nothing to do with this. Uh-huh. She never talks negatively about Tom. Is she just mad that people asking her questions? Uh-huh. Like, where's the seething or what energy for Tom? Because if you really had nothing to do with it, you should be seething mad at this man yeah. for dragging you in this, doing some other stuff. After that episode, Erica was tweeting up a storm, uh-huh. calling viewers bitches and all this oh, other stuff. Girl. I'm like, and you <laughs> expect people to sit here and again have some empathy for you mm-hmm. and your situation. When you talk like this, you seem to have no care for the victims or what's going on. Right. Like, this is why people don't believe you. And you get mad. Yeah. Because if anything, you should be upset about what happened overall. Not upset about what's happening to you. And not upset because people have questions. Right. Because it's a natural thing. Especially when... You say these women are your friends. Some of these women at your table are your close friends. They had no idea what was going on in your marriage. Right. They had no idea what was going on in your business. They had no idea about all these things. And now all of a sudden, you're fully just transparent all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And now you tell us everything. If I'm your friend and I've known you for this long, I do have questions. Because yeah. why am I now hearing about it? Mm-hmm. Why do you feel comfortable then when it was actually happening? And if she what, genuinely didn't know about the stuff that was happening with the business, she should be upset and more empathetic. If she genuinely did not know. But she's seeming like she just wishes that they kept getting away with it. It comes off as like, leave her alone. Yeah. And the other thing is, this is about money, right? Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden we hear, Tom was cheating, Tom had to... And again, to me, it it's just, again, it seems weird that, you know, obviously as viewers, we don't know you like that. Mm-hmm. But you're saying you spend time with these women on off camera. They're saying they don't feel like they know you like that. Mm-hmm. Everything you say about your marriage, they don't know what's real and what's not. Now we hear all these things. Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird. Yeah. And Sutton and Garcelle and a little Dorit this past episode were the ones to say it is sketchy. Mm-hmm. Now, last night I'll say Kyle is shady as hell because Kyle called out Sutton and was like, you're being phony, Sutton. You told her, you you told me you didn't believe her. You just need to be honest. You just be honest. And I'm so irritated with Kyle because, Kyle, you were sitting at the table when Sutton tried to talk to Erica before everyone sat down, mm-hmm. Erica shut it down and said, I don't want to talk to you. Right. So to now, to me, to act like Sutton is being phony, mm-hmm. when frankly, she can't really get a word out at this at this moment, I think is whack. Yeah. She told you before she planned on talking to Erica prior to the dinner, you saw her try to talk to Erica. So to flip it in front of the group to make it seem like Sutton is being phony is, is whack to me. Yeah. On top of the fact that Sutton, uh, Garcelle, and then Dorit in that moment are the only ones who are being honest. The rest of y'all are thinking the very same things that these women are saying. Y'all just, I don't know, intimidated or scared or want to act like you're being supportive Mm -hmm. and just saying it behind Erica's back. Erica, if you think any of these women don't have questions about you, that's a lie. They all have questions. They all are thinking the same thing. It's just some people are actually saying it to your face and others are saying it behind your back. Mm -hmm. And that's all I have to say about Beverly Hills. (laughs) What else you been watching? So I finally watched Cruella. I'm always late with movies. Oh, yeah. Um, I really liked it. It was long. It was. I saw it in the movie theaters, but I enjoyed it. I upgraded my Hulu to include Disney Plus for mm. three additional dollars. So well, it just got to Disney Plus. It wasn't on Disney Plus. I that's you had why to pay the extra here. No, I didn't. No, before now, it just got on Disney Plus. Oh, that's why I upgraded. to include. Yeah, I because I already had Disney Plus, but even with Disney Plus, I know you had, you had to pay. Dish, right. I was waiting till it was just on right. Disney. Yeah. So when I saw it, I said, "Oh, let me <laughs> now's the time. <laughs> let me upgrade because yeah, yeah. Disney Plus. I took it all because I wasn't really using it. Mm-hmm. So I bundled. Mm-hmm. And technically, only paid three dollars to see Cruella. <laughs> right. And now I have the entire month because I canceled it again. <laughs> I have the entire month to watch. Yeah. Other Disney things. Yeah. Like, I but was, it was good. watching Luca. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm gonna try it again. I was tired. I wasn't feeling okay. it. And I recently love an animated film. Yeah, I didn't see. It. I was. I'm not impressed. <laughs> I know what the people are talking about. 
And like Lucas a good movie. Uh-huh. I wasn't amused. <laughs> no, I wasn't amused. I, 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 I love an animated film. I love a Pixar film. I wasn't amused. <laughs> I may go back and try it again. Mm-hmm. And then the only other thing I watched was Sweet Life mm-hmm. is over first season. I thought I thought that I thought was it was it. one more episode in this season. No, I someone I on uh on uh what's the first Brianna was like the season season finale is up. Uh-huh. Oh, I thought it was 10 episodes and it's only 9, but, so I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah, I have no clue. That's what Brianna said on Instagram. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe it's not. I feel like that was a weird way to end it, though. I thought it was appropriate because they was like arguing. It was like, yeah. what's the fate of our friendship? Yeah. I felt like that was appropriate end because you'd be like, ooh, what's going to happen in season two? Right. That's what I thought, but I could mm-hmm. be wrong. No, yeah, it's, anyway, it's nine episodes. You're right. That's I watched weird. and... If you haven't seen it, I'm it's going to be some spoiler alerts. Mm-hmm. But I just want to say, um, from the beginning, I thought Brianna was annoying. I still think she is. Let me start off by saying this before I be really critical of these mid twenty. I get it. I'm in my twenties too. I'm on my way out though. It's months, okay. They all. I'm gonna all give them some grace because they all have some growing to do. Yes, absolutely. they're in their mid. Some of them starting to be late 20s. Yeah. And they all have some growing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I want them to all evolve pe- beyond is this this sort of hustle culture they all spitting. Yep. It's toxic. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, we need to sit and ask ourselves, why do we want to hustle? Yeah. Is it, I genuinely want this for myself? Mm-hmm. Or do I want to be as good as a white man? Because I really think sometimes, y'all, we really just want to be like white people. Yeah. It's yeah. an uncomfortable truth that I think we got to unpack when we are creating our lives. Mm-hmm. Do you really want this? Or right. do you just want to be like white people? Yeah. And then I think also some people feel like if their friends have a business, they got to start. And like, it just, it's a, a weird circle. It's just this weird, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? And it's not the case. You can work your nine to five and call it a day. And there's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't make you less smart, less successful, uh, anything like that. This right. whole thought of you got to be the hardest worker in a room. Why? Right. Ask yourself, why do you need that? Right. What does it do for you? Yeah. Anyway, few notes as the season wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Cheryl got on my damn nerves. Oh, Cheryl, yeah. I don't like women who already do the, I only hang out with guys because women are strong. Yep. Yep. Men. She gives me pick-me vibes. Very much so. I'm like, girl, you've been picked. You've been with a man for eight years. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> like, stop it, please. And you would have bum, because he's he need to mature as well. He's very much uh, non-confrontational to a fault without speaking his actual opinions. He needs some therapy. Yeah, that's probably true. Just, you know what I mean? I'm just like, he needs, he can use some therapy. Yeah. But I want to say, one, men are messy, women are messy, people are messy. Mm-hmm. Um, women are not a messier gender. It's not about a ge- it's it's personality. I would argue on this show the men the are messy. The men <laughs> Oh on this show the men. Yes, they are hands so much down. <laughs> yeah. They're messy. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, you 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 were a bunch of queens, my sis. And when she said, Don't call me sis to tie Yes. When I tell you if I was tired of like, hmm, okay, girl. <laughs> That, I promise y'all that's why. Because and the show would have went left. Because Ty says that she's really trying to be endearing. She was trying to... Call. She's like, sis, I'm just trying to give perspective. Right. Don't call me sis. I like, literally... I would have looked at her and I said... I would have laughed and said, okay, girl. But I do think it says... Because Ty claims that... What's um Cheryl's boy? Gerald. She... Or Ger- Gerald. Gerald. It's a lot of J's. I know. God. Whatever. That nigga, she claims that that's your best friend. I do think it says something... If you your best friend been with somebody for eight years and you're not cool with their partner, I and you're feel like just now creating a friendship. with uh, that that seems that's sus. weird. That's, that's, that's I think it's something to that. There I is think something there is there. Something eight in, years. That's a and long y'all time. Just, she's just now coming around. around his friend group, and y'all are best friends. And y'all, huh? Right. But I also think Ty and her best friends, we can also unpack that too because, oh, yeah. sweetie. I felt some connection with mm, Ty. <laughs> no one has that many best friends. It just don't even work like that. Yeah. You can have many, cl- like. And I like, think she's starting to realize that as the season ended right. that she, so many people call her their best friend because she is a good person and she is a good and friend. And she is a good friend. And, and they are not that to her. And Correct. she's realizing that 
some of them quote unquote best friends are not at all. <laughs> and you know what? That's grown pains. We have all been, been there. there, done. I have that. Felt, I felt for her how yeah. she felt. You know, you always being there for everyone else, and mm-hmm. then you turn around. The thing that irritated me the most in that situation was the fact that basically, all if you don't watch the show, there is a podcast Gerald mm-hmm. hosted with the men of the group, and Jordan. And the other J name, Ty's boyfriend, so a lot of J's, kind of got into it because they were talking about privilege. Ty's boyfriend was right. Mm-hmm. Acknowledging that there's privilege and there's financial privilege mm-hmm. that Jordan had that was helpful to him right. that others don't have. And you have to think about that mm-hmm. when you think about um, why people may not do things. Right. Jordan was talking a lot of crap about how people don't work hard mm-hmm. and you just hustle. And Todd's boyfriend was bringing up, well, you did have resources that others may not have. Mm -hmm. You could have a lot of dreams, but if you don't have no capital, we all know what that means. Jordan took offense to it, Uh blew up and acted a damn fool. Uh And Gerald just sat there, did not mediate, didn't try to help Jordan to understand Mm -hmm. what Ty's boyfriend was saying, didn't support Ty's boyfriend because all of them was just kind of sitting there while Jordan is being very disrespectful. The only one I think that did try to support Ty's boyfriend was Amanda's boyfriend. Yes, he did jump in. He was like... And I feel like he's not even that close to all of them. He's not, but he tried. Right. But the rest of them didn't. So when Ty hears this, she's upset because she's like, you're my friend, Mm -hmm. and my man is on your show, and he's telling me that he was disrespected mm-hmm. and you as the podcast host you are the host you are the mediator so right. he needs to brush up on them podcast skills mm-hmm. and you did nothing you just right. sat there and let him be disrespected and she was upset about it mm-hmm. now what's annoying is for Cheryl saying don't get involved you did the same thing trying to defend your man mm-hmm. basically giving Becky a moment because she was correct <laughs> Ty was upset because that's her man. She's going to defend her man the same way Cheryl. Mm-hmm. You was going to defend yours. Mm-hmm. You fussing at her and you doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. That was so annoying to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I kind of don't like how the guys, quote unquote, made up. No. Um, I feel like Ty's boyfriend just decided to be, like, agreeable um, when he knows that he could have been like, no, nah, you was wrong. Um, I feel like he was just trying to keep the peace. But I'm like, I do too, because he didn't have even apologize for it. No, I'm and like, I what you apologizing for? I would have said, I, I said what I said, and it wasn't, I never said you weren't successful. Right. So the fact that you took, like... Or that you didn't work hard to get what you, you I never said any of that. I, all he said was that you come from a place of privilege, and it is fact. You come from a place of financial privilege. Ty's boyfriend literally is homeless on Skid Row. Of course, like... There's Jordan, you had a parents that had a good job. You went to college. All of these things. But I don't understand why black people have a hard time realizing that is a form of privilege. And it's not bad. I want that for my children. Like, who don't? But this is why I said I want, and maybe they'll all grow, but black people as a whole, I feel like this whole struggle culture yeah. for us to feel like we made it, we have to feel like it. we came from struggle. And I'm mm-hmm. like, so on one hand, we want generational wealth. Mm-hmm. And we want legacy, but we want to, but we all want a story that I came from nothing. Right. No, That's I didn't, I, I know for myself, I didn't come from nothing. I have financial privilege mm-hmm. and I'm grateful for it mm-hmm. and I'm thankful for it. And right. that's it. Right. I don't feel like I need to say I struggle financially because I didn't. Yeah. It was what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Does that mean, um, does that mean I'm. Does that mean I was destined to be more successful? No. Right. But did I have a good foundation to be that others did not? Yes. And are there systems set up that gave you an advantage? Yes. Yes, there like, are. There yeah. just are. And I think part of dismantling those systems is acknowledging how they may have helped us. And I think some people, especially black people, don't want to admit that because they feel like that means that they are in support of the system. It's like, no. You could be against a, against a system that definitely helps you. That's like you are stronger to dismantle it, if anything, because it brought you to where you are. So I hope they tackle that topic a little bit I more. I hope they grow a little <laughs> bit. It, it it does feel more more. Um, I just feel like I want to... I do hope that maybe, 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 maybe 
if they watch themselves back, yeah. they'll get a clear perspective. Yeah. You know, they're only a few years younger, mm-hmm. but those years like... are critical. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I, I think I was 40 watching them. Uh-huh. I was like, my God, this is so stupid. <laughs> So, but yeah. I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. I do hope, get, just stop this whole legacy crap. Like, just <laughs> live your life, man. Yeah, yeah. And I used to be on that shit, too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like legacy is beyond money. Absolutely. And it's beyond hustle. It's beyond all of that. Because, like, I really think legacy is the impact you leave in the world, regardless of what it is. Correct. Because you could have a, a bad legacy. Yeah. It's your impact. That Correct. You That's it. And personally, as I've in my last year, my twenties, I've gotten to the place where I don't want to hustle for shit. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. want to hustle. I don't want to be lacking sleep. I don't right. want to be team no sleep. Lacking balance. Yeah. I don't want to be unbalanced. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I agree. And that just comes from, you know, you grow up, you you get a different perspective. I don't want that. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hustle life. Right. Where I'm twenty four seven. I can barely. No. Yeah. I want proper rest. I want proper nutrition. Mm-hmm. I want balance because life is bigger than work. Life is bigger than money. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean. Now, am I privileged when I say life is bigger than money? I, yes. Right. I'm not poor, so right. it's easy for me to say life is bigger than money. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the point. Acknowledge that, you know, black people, the race thing. That's real. Mm-hmm. But as black people, there are, as people, you have privileges outside of race. Mm-hmm. You know, we're privileged because we're able-bodied. Mm-hmm. People don't remember that. I'm That's like, y'all two niggas talk each other. Like, acknowledge all of the privileges that you have. Like, we're stop able-bodied. it. We're <laughs> able-bodied. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. For religions, if you, if you identify as a Christian... That's a privilege in this country because yeah. that's the primary. Right. Right. Y'all on TV, of course that's a privilege. Like y'all that's, just there's privilege. Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. We all have them. Yeah. We know that some uh uh impact more than others. Right. We know it's you know Yeah. I just hate how then we it becomes a sort of like struggle uh struggle oppression Olympics. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this isn't gonna solve any of the issues either. It sure don't. Yeah. But anyway, that was my synopsis on Speed Life. It's cute, y'all. It's like nine episodes. Yeah, it's an easy watch. It's like put it on when you're doing something else. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't know if they already know if they the got next season. Yeah, because they filmed that season during COVID, so I don't know. But I think it'd be cute if it came back. And I once again, it's Sweet Life, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Knowing how East is a thinker. If this is a hit, I'm very sure it would be Sweet Life New York. I kind of don't like that it was three episodes at a time, though. I kind of wish it was on the week mm-hmm. so that it lasts a little bit longer. But that's just me. I don't know. It... I could definitely see a Sweet Life New York, Sweet Life oh, yeah. DC, Sweet Life Houston or Dallas. Give us the, the junior uh, Real Housewives. Right. Because they all have with a member relationship. Right. Like, so it's the junior Real Housewives. Honestly. I feel like it. And it's better than. And it's not no love and hip hop yeah. crap. It's yeah. above that. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. It's um, more real life. I watched that Friends Vacation movie you told me about. It was cute. It was cute. And then I watched a show called Clickbait on Netflix. That was good. It was a bunch of twists and turns. Um, but I enjoyed it. Um, I I feel like I binged that whole thing Saturday. So that was good. I would suggest watching. Now, y'all know we love to support our Black-owned businesses. Rain Sanitary Napkins and Panty Liners is the only 100% Black-owned company in the sanitary napkin space. Rain Sanitary Napkins and Panty Liners are infused with the Nobel Prize-winning material, Great Themes. Rain products are designed to keep women comfortable and dry with their super-absorbent system. And best of all, y'all, all rain products are six dollars to purchase you heard me six dollars all you need to do is head over to www.rainpads.com and you can also visit jfmj.org to get more information on their educational and awareness campaigns shop on But we had a question of the week. 
Um, would you rather have a pause button for life or have a rewind button for life? Now, before I read these answers, y'all don't be picking one or the other. <laughs> like, it was a couple people on Twitter, too, that did not pick one or the other. Um, Joyful Lock say rewind. Right, right to Bear Jur 1990 say rewind. Reese P said have a rewind button. Africa Wilkins, rewind. Just Erica Denise said both. Uh, Thumbelina said both of them. T- rewind to see my brother and pause to cherish that moment. Headshock1906 said rewind. I gotta go to Twitter. It was I know funny. on Twitter we got um, conversations with Glow, rewind button. Maybe I can undo some fuckboys I talked to. <laughs> so which one would you choose? Probably like everyone else rewind. If you yeah. go back, there's a few things. There's not much I would change mm-hmm. with my life. But we all know, like, we've seen enough TV where it's like, in that one snap, everything could have changed. Yeah. So sometimes I get curious of, like, a couple things come to mind. Like, if I would have did that versus what, what I happened? did. Where would I what, be? would have happened. Yeah. So I'd definitely be curious. I actually kind of wish you could like see and then be like, and yeah, I'll she... go back. Or be like, now nah, Get a preview. Right. right. Like, like I'd be like, if I would have said mm. no, or like, if I would have did this, or if the relationship ended here, mm-hmm. How would... what would those years been like? And then yeah. I'd be like, all right, let's go back and do that for you. <laughs> Um, I feel like I would choose, like, pause. Because I think in some moments, I kind of wish that, like, we could slow down time. feel like things are coming fast at me. And so I feel like sometimes I'm just like, I wish that we could slow down the time that we're in and, like, live in this, like, middle area a little bit longer. So I feel like I would choose pause. But. So today, and this kind of feeds into what we was talking about with Sweet Life, um... But we want to discuss what are some of the things that we didn't originally realize were based in racism or prejudice of some sort um, that are like common phrases or common tendencies for, I mean, I guess as a whole for us. And then also some that are like specific to black people. So like one of them, I think is kind of common knowledge now is like master bedroom um, is, you know, based from the plantation when Master had the biggest room in the house. And so, um, Shanae was saying that some realtors and things call it now the primary To bedroom. try to be inclusive and be respectful. Yeah. Because um, words matter. They do. I agree. So, I know a lot of realtors are saying primary bedroom instead of Master. Right. Um, I What I told Sydney was I feel like the more I read and things like that about how behaviors are developed and things like that. Mm-hmm. I felt like a big part of black culture, like and when I say black culture, I mean the country, mm-hmm. this country, is like a trauma response. Mm-hmm. A lot of the things that we have done or adapted is because of what we were just working with what we had or working mm-hmm. with what we did not receive. Like soul food and things, and things like, like that. that. Like yeah. it's a food, like I was watching a clip of a uh, psychologist who's getting, like, her PhD with, like, African-American studies, psychology, whatever. And mm-hmm. she was talking about, you know, this thought of how expressive black people are, how, like, you can look at a black person you don't even know and make a certain face mm-hmm. and they know what you're saying. She was, like, when she was researching that and then the connection in the past where slaves, she's like, where we weren't allowed to speak, mm-hmm. where we weren't allowed to convene and talk where that's all we had. Yeah. She was like, it makes me feel like these sort of, how we can laugh about it today and we'd be like, we know these expressions of how it really came from trauma. A trauma response. And that just kind of blew my mind because I was like, and it was her thoughts. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't Mm -hmm. a fact. But like, it was very easy to make that correlation because like, we couldn't speak. You weren't allowed to be talking and convening and and doing like it made perfect sense mm-hmm. and i just feel like there's so much of what we do mm-hmm. and our behavior that we speak to each other and the habits of like the black community nine times out of ten y'all is rooted in white supremacy yeah or like even african-american um vernacular a lot of that some of it is connections to the languages we spoke before we came here. Mm -hmm. And, and that's how we talk to one another. But for so many years, I think as of late, it's starting to change. But for so many years, 
if you use that language around certain people, you are looked down upon. Um, but it's like, why can't I talk to those that I relate to in the way that I speak to them? Why is that? Why is that a bad thing? Um, and I think for a while, people were like, don't talk that way. You know, keep that into a certain audience and blah, blah. But I think now it's becoming more accepted. But I think also part of that is because white but, people are like, I'm about to say, but <laughs> on the other flip side of that is that point. Because I'm yeah. like, but now you have... White people saying yes, queen. White people using app and it's like, please don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like... I hate when I hear a white girl say sis. It makes me... Yeah. I'm like, sister, for you. <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? Like... Put the ER. <laughs> sister. Like, I don't... Yeah. And I'm still not that of yours. <laughs> I just don't like it. I'm just like... Yeah. And I think, you know... I am start. I'm getting to the point. I'm like, yes, let's gatekeep because oh yeah, I everything didn't. is not yeah. for everybody. Mm-mm. And frankly, they've taken so goddamn much. Yeah, don't use that word. Mm-hmm. My God, you've literally just raped and pillaged everything. Could you just not wear that hairstyle and say that word? Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Could you not? Yeah. After yeah. all, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gatekeep. <laughs> right. The cookout and, is closed. Bruh. Why do people always trying to invite somebody to the cookout? And they have to do, they do the dumbest, you know, they hit a two-step on beat. <laughs> you ready to cook out? No, you know. No, they're not. <laughs> Take that shit to the whole down. Take <laughs> the that. <whole> no. <laughs> Let them be on rhythm for uh, square dancing. Let them be on rhythm or at the for march. their culture. <laughs> Whatever cultural dances they do, mm-hmm. which I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was gonna say the Macarena, but that's line dancing. Maybe that's that's not really. Yeah, no. I don't know what y'all. I don't know what white people do. That's not my business. See, I stay out of people's business. Anyway, um, but apparently the phrase "cakewalk," like taking a cakewalk or something, being as easy as a cakewalk, um, is also booted, booted. What booted mean? rooted in racism and I will read a little bit of um, why it's based in racism so um, on Sundays black slaves were made to dress up and dance in a way of ridiculing enslavers and white upper classes they competed for cake hence the name Um, and so it was regarded as a fun and leisurely activity that um, was associated with easy tasks Um, but for people that were enslaved it was not something fun um that they did yes cake was a nice prize but it wasn't something that they really enjoyed and then white people started joining in and wearing blackface and all this other stuff to join in on the sunday uh i guess festivities and so cakewalk um is seen as based in racism as well which i didn't know i did not know that either Um, so like cotton picking, you know, and be like wasting my cotton picking time or you out of your cotton picking mind. I don't, I mean, I don't think I've ever said that, but oh, I've I heard did. it. I'd be saying it. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I, I feel like I say that in something else in that same way, but yeah, I, I definitely say it. Um, but like cracking the whip, cracking down on someone, of course. I feel like what that's if you're black obvious. and you're using it about a white person? So let's talk about that. Is it okay um, then? Let's <laughs> So I think some of these terms, including nigga, we reclaimed and we are okay with using them. And so I don't think there's anything wrong with us using them, but I think it is, we still need to acknowledge where it came from. Like you can't reclaim something without acknowledging its origin. Um, So I mean... I don't see nothing wrong with saying you cracking the whip. I'm but saying, I think it's obvious what that's based in. Yeah. If I'm cracking the whip, but on my oppressor, hey. somehow it feels like Jenga. a form of reparations, but not really because it's not money. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's, that's reparations. <laughs> money and money, land. Money and land. Yeah. And I, I have neither. You got some land. That I bought. Yes, you did. Nah, I'm talking about not land for the white man. Right. He come with my 40 acres and mule. That's, I didn't get that. That's true. That's true. Um, the peanut gallery is another one that I didn't know until 
recently, but it usually referred to in the vaudeville theaters, the cheapest seats, which is where the poor and black people usually were. And so they were collectively called the peanut gallery, which I wonder if, um, what's that show that come on around Thanksgiving? The Peanuts? Yeah, is it The Peanuts? Charlie Brown? <laughs> yeah, I wonder if... Well, they said he was a racist. Well, that's true. Never mind. <laughs> they said he was a racist. Yeah, that's that's true. Because we always see that picture with the one black... Lionel. Lionel, mm-hmm. yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> I, first of all, one, I do... I have always enjoyed the Charlie Brown like holiday specials. Mm-hmm. And like as a black person, when you learn that these people are racist... For me, y'all, I just got to block it out. I got to have some self-pleasure. Everything is rooted in it. And if I can't, some things you can turn off, shut off, some things you can't. Mm -hmm. Gosh darn it, I'm going to watch a Charlie Brown (laughs) Christmas. That's, I'm going to look, okay? And I just, I don't need the judgment for it. I just don't, okay? Understood, I get it. So, whatever. (laughs) Um, the pot calling the kettle black, or like any, honestly, anything that says now, black I as a negative. Have definitely. Oh yeah. Use that. Yeah, yeah, but I think any phrase that puts black in the negative, like blackballing or any of those, it's like we know what that's based in. Of course, do we have to stop using it though? I don't know. But if you're white, yes. <laughs> right. Don't yes. call nothing black. Son. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I get it. You don't use it because it's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. The same way, I, I said on a past episode, but like bottom of the totem pole, that mm-hmm. sort of, that is insensitive to the indigenous people. So I don't say it. Mm-hmm. Now, if they were to say it, that's that's on them and that's okay. Right. If they wanted to. I know they don't, from my understanding, they don't use it either. But if they wanted to, mm-hmm. I, I don't have no thought about it. Yeah. Is it appropriate for me? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. So I don't say it. Mm-hmm. Change your language, people. It's not that hard. Yeah. Adjust. Yeah. Evolve. Yeah. There's so many other words and phrases to use. Right. You just cuss that too. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know. Um. Another one is the tipping point. Um. So during the white flight, the word tipping point became used when the percentage of minority neighbors overwhelmed those of white, and so it was the tipping point of where it was time for the white people, right, white residents, to move. So is that what's gonna happen in the country since white people's percentage has gone down? Where they gonna go? They gonna go to the UK? They can go home. Some, they don't know where home is either. They I mean, some of them home. know where. Some of them from Ireland, they know that. Then they because they love bringing that up. They, people love. They Polish. They would take your ass to Poland. <laughs> they can go home. I don't. I don't think they. If anywhere, they gonna fly to space. They not gonna fly home. I was tickled when I read the census results. <laughs> oh yeah. I was like, ah, you're scared. <laughs> yeah. If anything, they would leave Earth all together because that's what they. The conspiracy theorists in me. They aliens anyway. Well, not that. Um, Is the thought of why they're doing, like, the abortion ban and stuff like that. Mm. Because they're trying to create more white babies. Well, that's stupid. I said the conspiracy (laughs) theory and theorist in me Mm -hmm. is like, is that what they're trying to do? Mm -hmm. The white people population going down? And they're trying to force the hand and make more white babies be born? Mm -hmm. To up their population? Well, guess what? She likes Tyrone. And that baby gonna be black. Like, no, I'm... But also... <laughs> Let me stop. These politicians... Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. They still gonna make sure they get their abortion. Oh, of course. Okay, for the record, y'all, that was a terrible, <laughs> funny, but terrible joke. I don't really mean that. And what is going on in Texas... A hot damn ...is man. fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's criminal behavior to me. It don't even seem like this shit should be allowed. Yeah. I, I was actually talking to someone, because, you know, at one point, I wanted to move to Texas. and I do wonder, how do y'all feel, the blacks? Mm-hmm. Am I, how do you feel living in Texas? It's not just that. I mean, the laws about education. I mean, mm-hmm. taking a slate. Like, y'all be in them damn hookah bars just living <laughs> a dream. <laughs> just living a dream! I was talking to somebody about moving there, and I was like, I don't think it's on my list anymore, because you know what's going on with the abortion man, blah, blah. And they was like, well, don't you want to have kids now? That shouldn't impact you because you wouldn't want an abortion. I'm like, it ain't That's about not the that. Point. <laughs> like, it is absolutely not about that. And 
I mean, I can't say that I will never want one. Who knows what the future holds? But I'm like, it's not about what I may need. And I think that's the problem. It's like, you can't only think about laws that impact you. Um, especially when you're moving to a place that clearly has problems around those laws. Um, it shouldn't just be about what impacts you. It should be a, about what you actually care about, um, in my opinion. so I would agree. And I think sometimes... I feel like that person missed the mark there. Yeah. But I think the whole thing about being... Because I'm, like, pro-choice, right? Mm-hmm. I personally don't... Who knows if whether I ever have an abortion or not? I don't know. I would have to be in that situation. Right. But even if I personally didn't want to get an abortion, I still believe every every woman should have the choice. Right. Every person should have a choice. Right. Period. Yeah. Period. Right. That's it. Yeah. That's not my... Child, that ain't my business. Mm-hmm. And if someone is doing what they feel is best for them, then that's the end of it. Right. And 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 my thing is like, all of these pro-lifers, y'all not adopting kids, but they're not pro-lifers. That they because not. <laughs> you're all for everyone having guns. Mm-hmm. You don't because if you pro-life, you want uh, universal health care. You're not wearing masks. <laughs> you will want you will want people to be healthy. You will mm-hmm. want these kids in cages. Mm-hmm. You want the foster care system to have more funding and be better. Right. You want education to be better. Right. You will want um, the housing crisis to be better so there would be less homeless people. They are not pro-lifers right. at all. Right. I agree. Yeah. And that's just really what it is. It is. They don't care about they nobody. Just, they just want control and Correct. they want to do what they think the Bible tells them to do. Cause let's talk about what they think. Because <laughs> perspective is the uh, a is terrible something. thing for some. <laughs> like, okay, let's talk about it. Cause yeah, I'm like y'all just be one. Y'all be reading what y'all want to read. It's interpretation. Cause I tell It'd be you, totally out of context. I have had conversations with individuals, mm-hmm. not just about this, but other things. I'm like, that is so not even what the good books say. But all right, <laughs> right. That's so literally not yeah. what it says. Yeah. But okay. So, and that's why sometimes I wish I could be like. Jesus, what you mean when you say? Because I'm like, can you correct these people real like, quick? Well, actually, Sydney, <laughs> right? I meant this, right? And God. then you'd be like, uh huh. See, <laughs> I know what I read. I wish you would too. I, like, cause then I'm like, cause and they are dead set on what they think the Bible says. Brainwashing. It, I mean, do really... you, know, you know the amount of people who are like that? Bible thumpers, right? Mm-hmm. And still think that Jesus is white. <laughs> and see, I'm just like that. The, that what right, did y'all that, read? <laughs> right there, it's like see, see, <laughs> they think Jesus mm-hmm. is white. Yeah, they don't be reading. It's 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 the lack of comprehension for me. We like, gotta put we gotta put money back in schools, baby. <laughs> Raising fools, fools. Because that's like um, another show I watch, Family or Fiance. Which, this season, I must say, they did a great job with diversity within blackness. They had um, some people that were poly. They've had a couple of um, gay relationships. I'm like, I am loving, you know, the diversity. Because I'm tired of just seeing one type of relationship. But anyways, um, on this past weekend, it was a, a gay couple. They've been together five years. They've been engaged two years. So I'm like, it's not even like they rush into the altar or anything. Um, but one of their mothers was just like, um, I support you, and if I have to, I'll put my religion on the back burner to support you. And it's like, but you don't have to. But you don't have to do that. It's like, why do you think it's one or the other? Um, God did not tell you that there was anything wrong with your daughter marrying another woman. That clearly seemed like love and support her more than you do, mama. But God but, didn't say, don't talk to I'm, I'm just saying, right. Why do y'all read this shit? I, right. Why do y'all read it? Yeah. Where did Where did you see that he said, uh, uh, cast your back? Mm-hmm. All I read is love. Don't judge. Help your man. They out. really be skipping over that. I've saw that so many Meet times. Meet you where you are. There's so many times. Come as you are. Like I don't, I don't. I'm like, why do we skip over all of those passages? <laughs> yeah. I just Whatever, yeah. Man. <laughs> We done got kind of off topic. Let me see what else is on this list that things we didn't know um, were based in racism. Well, I want to share my well-done meat on why you look... Oh, yes, yes, So yes. I was reading, you know, stereotypically, black people like their food, well done. Like, mm-hmm. cookout steak, well done, whatever. 
And I was reading, and research was like back in the Dizzy Jim mm-hmm. Crow era, where we were free but not really. Um, when they would go to like the butcher or the stores to get meat, mm-hmm. they would sell them nine times out of ten rotten meat. Yeah. And so again, to make the most of what we could get, mm-hmm. then they were overcook the meat, mm-hmm. so that they felt like you know if we overcook it, we could cook out. Any anything. germs or anything like that, and yep. we can still eat and get some nutrition. Mm-hmm. So, in more cases than not, at this point, it just became an unspoken tradition. Because mm-hmm. as things just gone on, you would see your mother eat it, your grandfather, whatever. Yeah. And there wasn't really discussion as to why. Right. Why am I eating this Why am steak? I <laughs> eating this? Why do I need to be all that? So, yeah. I know, like, last time I went to a restaurant with my parents, I got steak and I ordered medium. Mm-hmm. And both my parents looked at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> And I'm like, I'm ordering a steak. Yeah. And I'm like, one, that's not blood. Right. Guys, that's not blood. Mm-hmm. Okay? <laughs> Y'all have seen raw steak. Yeah. Do you see blood dripping from it? Right. Yeah. Exactly. And when I explained that to them, they was like, understood. They still gonna eat their meat well done. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at least you know. What it's based What it's rooted in. Yeah. White supremacy. <laughs> Um, another one, I think most of us know this at this point, but like Jack Daniels whiskey, we you know they stole that from Uncle Nearest, and that's why now Uncle Nearest exists. Which I went to a restaurant and they had it on the bar, and it was refreshing <laughs> to see um, that you know our brands are starting to be publicly consumed. It's 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 nice. Um, the Capitol building, we know we our people built that shit. Like I, I feel like some of this, well, it's common knowledge for us. I don't know if it's common knowledge for the whites, but... But you know something? It may not even be common knowledge for fellow black people. That's true. I've realized sometimes I've talked to people, and I'm in... Again, it could be one of privilege to have access. That's true. In some cases. Now, on some level, Mm -hmm. you need to put in the work yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. But, depending on your upbringing mm-hmm. and what has influenced you to open a book or to, you know, that within itself is a privilege. That's true. That's true. I come from a fair, I come from an educated family mm-hmm. who really press reading and knowing, especially about black people like that. That's yeah. a thing. Mm-hmm. And so and plus our proximity, I guess, to like the Capitol building and correct. stuff like that helps us know more correct. as well. So sometimes I be thinking how you don't know that. And I check myself to be like, well, Mm-hmm. You know, you can't really have that thought. That's true. That's true. You're right. You're right. Um, the word uppity is apparently the term that racist Southerners used for black people who didn't know their place. Um, and so it was an epithet honestly used during the Jim Crow era um, to describe newly freed blacks as uppity. And so I feel like that's another one that we've kind of flipped in reverse. I've certainly been called uppity. <laughs> Yeah, we we've used it in a result like in place of like bougie and stuff like that now. And I don't think I'm uppity, but whatever. I th- well, honestly, I think uppity is different than bougie. I think uppity is like someone that is like kind of condescending and like snooty. Yeah, I don't believe I'm snooty. I don't think so. Now, I, am I now bougie? bougie? Absolutely. <laughs> right. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> I am. And right. I used to get annoyed by it. Yeah. Cause I'm like, why? But then I embrace it because you know what. <laughs> and for some, they were haters. Mm-hmm. Now that makes me sound uppity. <laughs> right. But they yeah, were haters. Does. They were haters. <laughs> Why you mad? <laughs> Leave me alone. Oh my gosh. Um, flashback. <laughs> the term urban, I feel like definitely ran its course, but it was used to, you know, categorize black people from. You know, cities, music. Well, it still is. I think we're moving away from it, kind of. What area? What still use? Who still uses urban? I mean, that's still freaking like categories in music. I, well, a lot of stuff. award stuff they've moved away from it. That's what I'm saying. I I yeah. don't I don't I I think at the end of the day, mm-hmm. us changing words doesn't change the fact that it's rooted. So like, sure, they can change the music category. It's yeah. still the Negro category, <laughs> but it is. So yeah. I I mean. I do think words matter, so I'm Mm -hmm. not saying that, but, like, again, I find that that's the easiest stuff. It's to just change. All we do is the easy stuff. Mm -hmm. We change languages. We have dialogue. Mm -hmm. 
where the reparations at, where the new laws. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So for me as a black person, I won't be satisfied till we get past the superficial easy changes. It's very easy to change that. To change. Yeah. To pearl milling company now for syrup. Like it's not like because everybody was changing their name last year. Like, it's very everybody. easy to do that. But I I think, similar to what you said, I think it would have been better done. I think that everybody honestly would have been fine with us keeping the name of that had their families gotten a, some royalty. Or if their families got a percentage of, of all the company. Si- yeah. Give them that. And then I think they would be perfectly fine with that. And it's also the timing. Yeah. I don't know why specifically George Floyd hit Tricker. the hearts of white I think, people. I really think it's because it was layered on top of the pandemic. Yeah, there's in their house. You're in the house, I'm just you're like, already vulnerable. Because I'm just like, there's so many. Yeah, I really and, think that's what it was. And all of a sudden, everybody wanted to change everything and mm-hmm. be all, and it's like, and I remember being on a call at work, and I said, honestly, I'm not impressed. And I said, I think it's very easy for white people to feel hopeful. Mm-hmm. I said, y'all are fine either way. Mm-hmm. I said, this has been going on for years. I said, do you know how many George Floyds there have been? Mm-hmm. And this one just hit y'all different. Okay. I said, I don't know why this one made y'all feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. I said, I can give y'all 10 that happened in the last year right. along with him. Right. I'm like, so I, I'm not moved. And I remember they just was looking at me like, oh, And that's something. Thank you so much. Because I, they, to me, in this whole DEI shift. hmm I use that lightly. Mm-hmm. That is trying to happen. To me, the people who are most pleased are white people. <laughs> like I'm like, y'all are the most pleased. Because they patting themselves on the back. They're like, wow. We're, look, you're look. doing amazing. No, you're not. Yeah. You're doing the bare minimum. Yeah. And I feel like every time I say that, they'll be like, you know, you're so right, Shane. You just, you always give us such a clear perspective. <sighs> yeah, I'm sure I do. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I do. That's something because my job is based in Minnesota. And so when I joined my job and I saw how active um, their DEI committee was and how ingrained, honestly, in the culture it was, I literally asked my boss, I said, is this how y'all always been or is this new? Because I'm like, I'm joining, it's March, the year after George Floyd. Y'all are in the city where it happened. Like, I'm like, well, is this? And she's like, to be honest with you, yes. After George Floyd is kind of when the whole company took a turn and so where we are today as a result of that i was like okay that's good to know thanks for being honest because i'm like i do think this is the most active dei committee i've ever seen but i'm like that don't mean that y'all been doing this for a long time <laughs> like and so i just like you know keep the stack with me is this new or not mm-hmm. um because don't get me wrong do i enjoy all of the things that they do and the honest conversations that they have i do but I'm just like, I need to know if this is real. And now we getting acquired. And I think a lot of people are concerned that we will lose, lose that, that stronghold that we're on right now. Um, so we'll see. Because our acquisition is finalized in three months. Um, and so we'll see if we kind of lose. Because I, I really think that they are on a good path. But that don't mean that's going to stay around, along, around because we got a new CEO and everything. So That could change. Yep. Unfortunately, definitely. Um, can, is there anything else you can think about that you didn't realize was based in racism? Oh, I would tell y'all what I told Sydney. So, it's it's kind of a thing. It's not every black mom, <clears throat> but it's a uh, this subculture of black moms loving butter pecan ice cream. Mm-hmm. So I was reading this article about how there's a time period where in the South, black people weren't allowed to order vanilla ice cream. Mm-hmm. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> and so they would choose other flavors. And then butter pecan became really popular amongst black people because we literally couldn't even eat vanilla ice cream. Right, and it was the next closest and thing. And I was like, the next closest thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, even our preference, that kind of running joke that not something your mother loves butter pecan, even that isn't just because she loves butter pecan. It's like there's some linked mm-hmm. history with white supremacy. Mm-hmm. I'm like... Is anything we do just because we want to do it? And probably not. And that's the real shit. Probably not. Yeah. And sometimes when you think about it, it's depressing and it makes you angry. Mm-hmm. And child, just don't make one fool with white people. I gotta mm-hmm. be honest. I mean, I've even read like us braiding our hair is because like during slavery, it wasn't guaranteed that we would be able to comb our hair every day. So it was easier. To just braid it up so that you could leave it in. 
and for they used to amount of times. So like seeds oh, yeah. in it too. Yep. Mm-hmm. For when you would run, mm-hmm. and then you would have yep. seeds to grow your own food and stuff. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. amazing people, <laughs> resilient, <laughs> right? In ways that we shouldn't even had to been. Yeah, and so I've heard that the seeds is similar to how we put beads in our hair now, or how oh. we adorn our braids. Right, came from a result of the seeds, because <laughs> it looked like you know some kind of decoration. Which you know we take anything and turn it into something. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, that that came from the way that we had to adorn our braids for survival, honestly. And now we use it as decoration. <sighs> mm. <laughs> mm. Y'all, I just be like, mm. Uh-uh. So, yeah, it's really interesting how much of this uh, American culture that we live in is really based in white supremacy. Like, like, honestly, because there are some things that, and like, we listed most things that are racist, you know, against black people, but there are so many more things that are prejudiced against others um, that are absolutely part of our culture, like um, sitting Indian style or, um, dang, what's the thing where you give something and take it back? Uh, Indian giver? Indian giver, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a whole list of things for uh, Native Americans, (laughs) like, um, so it's not even just us, but... I think, like we said before, acknowledging that we know where those phrases come from is one thing. If you want to reclaim it, if it's yours to reclaim, um, then you can. But I think definitely just knowing where our language comes from because words do mean things and words have an impact whether we realize it or not. Yeah. Um, so that we know how to be better if you desire to be better. So. Well said. <laughs> Anything else you wanted to share today before we go? No. Okay. That's all I had, guys. Keep up with us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Um, of course, y'all know y'all can email us any topic ideas y'all have, goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.